Hi, my name is Mike. I'm so glad that you can join us here at Living Life. I pray that you will learn to appreciate God's Word and that it would leave you in awe of who He is and what He wants to share with you. Uh, you know, when it comes to prayer, uh, there are a lot of struggles that we go through. And I was reading this one article that talked about reasons why we don't pray. And he lists several reasons, but I'll just name the three that really stood out. And one of them uh, the person shared was that is because we don't need anything. And I, I find that so true. Uh, when we're comfortable, when we have everything that we want, it's very difficult for us to carve out time and to pray when we feel like everything is at our disposal. And another reason that was stated in why we don't pray was that uh, because we don't care about others. And again, this is very true. Because when we look at the human heart, we see that we're very selfish by nature. And the only person that we really care about is ourselves. And so to pray for others takes and requires a lot of effort and energy on our part. And so that's uh, reasons why we stay away from praying for others. And the last one that I found interesting was because we're afraid that God would respond. And so whether we're praying about giving or about missions or about society, we're afraid that God would call us to be involved. And so when we look at how we can lead a life of blessing, uh, Paul outlines that for us here in Ephesians chapter 3 as we look at it together later today. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us, to Him be glory in the Church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And so as we look and find ourselves in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, uh, we see that Paul is outlining his prayer and sharing that with his readers. And the first thing that we'll notice here is that he recognizes God the Father as he prays. And so he starts off this section um, by saying, for this reason. And so if you notice, if you look carefully, 
It's also the same uh, phrase that he used uh, back in verse 1. And so it's almost as if he got sidetracked and he's brought back to the, uh, where he wanted to be, start off with. And so he tells his readers that uh, he bows his knees when he prays for them. Uh, now he's telling them that uh, he is the reason for their prayers, which uh, forces him on his knees. And in their culture, it was normal to pray standing up. Uh, for, so for him to share that he is on his knees was something very different. It showed that he, had, he was very, uh, he wanted to persuade God, that he was very intimate, and that he was asking God uh, for something that was very personal to him. You know, if you think of times when you kneeled for something, uh, for instance, I know uh, in my life when I did something wrong and I wanted my parents not to punish me, I remember getting on my knees and sincerely asking them not to punish me so that I can have another chance. Or another reason, another time in life, my life where I remember when I got down to kneel was when I asked my wife to marry me because I wanted her to be a part of my life. And it was something, I was so desperate that I got on my knees to show how sincere I was in my approach. Uh, so these are all things uh, that we, we would kneel for. Uh, now, if I were to ask you, when was the last time you kneeled in prayer and what was it for? Hopefully, this is not something that happened many, many years ago, but hopefully these are things that we can come to God and asking Him for in prayer. And so in Paul's prayer, he acknowledges God as his Father. And he wanted his Gentile brethren to know that they are adopted into this family, that they are all one, Jews and Gentiles under one roof, serving the same God in obedience to Him, that we are all children of the living God. Uh, and so, you know, growing up in the States, uh, I envied my friends who had such close relationships with their father. And so it wasn't until I started living in Korea for a number of years where I began to understand my father a little bit more. And so by living there, I understood um, how fathers did things. And so it helped to explain his personality and explained his actions and how he treated me as his son. Uh, so I've learned to appreciate and I've hopefully grown closer to my dad from my time in Korea. And so earthly fathers are important. They have a role to help their children to understand and to see God as their heavenly father who is perfect and who is all loving. That in areas where earthly fathers fail, uh, we are supposed to help our children to see that our Heavenly Father will never fail us. And we also see that Paul uh, recognizes power behind his prayers. And let's take a look at the substance of Paul's prayers. If you look at verse 16, he talks about being strengthened with power. So this power is derived from the Holy Spirit. Uh, and the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the same Spirit that lives inside of every Christian believer. And so whenever we pray, we are being strengthened by the Holy Spirit. Uh, but Paul also prays that they would be rooted and grounded in love, verse 17. So there's a reason that he prays for this because there are a lot of racial and cultural issues that were 
clashing and there was a lot of tension between these two parties, uh, between the Jews and the Gentiles. So he was praying that they would learn to love each other and to be united as one. So because it wasn't natural for them to coexist together. Uh, so we cannot love by our own strength, but we need love that comes through Christ to help us to love others. Uh, so in verse 19, Paul then prays that they may know the love of Christ. And he talks about the dimensions of that love, how high, how wide, and how deep, and how long. Uh, you know, growing up in the Midwest in the States, uh, during the winter times, the public pools would be closed. And so they would drain out all the water from the pool. And I remember when I would walk by the public pool, I would look and see and notice how deep that pool really was. Um, when I would swim in it, it didn't feel that deep. But when it was emptied, I realized just how deep it was. Uh, I think the same goes for the love of Christ for us. Uh, when we're swimming in it, it's hard for us to notice. But when we take a look back, take a step back, we, would, we can see how, how deep that love, Christ's love, is for us. And I believe that the, the dimensions that Paul is explaining here is actually the dimensions of the cross. And I hope that we would see that and appreciate uh, the love that was shared upon us. And so as Paul concludes his prayer, he reminds his readers that God has the ability to answer prayers. And so we need to understand and realize that uh, whatever we pray, whatever we lift up to God, He hears and He answers. And even no is an answer that we should accept, but know and understand that our God is listening. And so as we approach our time in prayer, I hope that we can have a healthy perspective and understand who we're praying to as God is our Heavenly Father, that He is perfect, He is loving, and He has His arms open to us. And so let us learn to appreciate what He's, he's done for us and the power that is in us, that as we pray that He is giving us the ability to connect with God, that we can be transformed and shaped uh, by His teachings and by His Word. And know also that God does answer our prayers, that uh, whatever we're, situation that we're going through, that even if it's not done the way that we want it to be done, um, God has His way and His own timing. So let's learn to trust and let's learn to hold on to Him uh, as though He is our lifeline. And so let's commit this time to Him in prayer together. Let us pray. Uh, Father, we thank You for the reminder, um, Lord, that as Your children, and thank you, Father, for the ability that you've given to us to communicate, to share what's on our hearts, but also to hear from you and to understand, uh, God, how you are working. And so we pray that you will remove our pride, or remove anything that may get in the way, Father, from us, from fulfilling your will. And so, God, may your ways be done through our lifetime. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.시청자 여러분의 소중한 후원으로 제작됩니다. 